Hello and welcome to episode 22, all of the ducks in a row, if you're a bingo player, of the Pen Addict podcast, your weekly show where we discuss pens, paper, and all things analogue, the tools that we love so dearly. I'm Mike Hurley of 70 Decibels and I'm joined as always by the Pen Addict himself, the High Priest of Pendum, that is Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hello sir, how are you? Wow, I don't know if I can live up to that, but thank know. you. I, I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. It's rolled off the tongue. Clearly, I'm I'm caffeinated on caffeine. I'm not drinking because I'm only drinking water. I don't know why I'm buzzing. Maybe it's just I'm talking to you, Brad. Um, it's that caffeinated water. It's that caffeinated water in Britain. Um, we are sponsored this show by Hover, Simple Domain Management, and Squarespace, the best place to build an amazing website. And we'll talk about those during the show. Now, I'm going to surprise you with a quick question, sir. I'm going to put you okay. on the spot here. Now, I um, when when we started using Bionic, obviously new show, new notebook. So I cracked open a Doan idea journal mm-hmm. that was given to me. It was sent to me by our good friend, Mister Michael Ram. Yes, he sent it over to me because I believe you gave it to him. I did, and he had lots of them, so he sent it to me. So I want to ask you. Why is Doan the best? I want to get your opinion on this because you say that like you wouldn't, you you don't want to use paper by anybody else, right? This Doan mm-hmm. paper is the stuff that you use. I've seen you say on Twitter that there is no paper like it. Right. Why? What? What? I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm using this like it's spi- the spiral bound idea journal. Um, you know, it's 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 fine, and but I want right. to hear from you why it's so good. Well, I've never said it's the best. I've said it's the best for me. Right, okay. And that's a big difference. Yes. Right. So what what's important to me when I'm writing is that I don't have to think about the paper that I'm writing on. And whether that's you know, with the with the paper, whether that's something that's aesthetically pleasing or performs well with the types of pens I use. Um you know, that's, those are the types of things, you know, I want the paper to get out of the way. And what's funny about the Doan paper, it's got more going on the page, going on on the page than just about any other paper I've ever used. Right. I mean, for those not familiar, it's got a grid system and with lines, horizontal lines, thicker lines going across it. So it's a grid plus line system. And you would think, and into people that aren't, are used to a blank page or a standard line page that, oh my God, I don't know where to write on this paper. You know, there's so much going on. I can't figure it out. To me, it's almost like a calming, (laughs) it's like a calming influence, mainly because I've used, I use grid paper my entire life. You know, when I was in school and and things like that, I've always bought grid paper. And with the Doan, it gave me that little extra option of having the thicker lines every third grid right and with this you know we talked about having buying things and using things that fit your style well i don't write you know novels okay you know i I don't sit down at a desk grab a pen and write for two hours you know this isn't that type of paper at least for me i mean i you know some someone may use dome paper for that for me you know i write notes in short bursts um with diagrams, with check boxes, um, with all different types of things going on on the page. And shockingly, 
this type of paper works better for me than a blank type of paper. You know, I want some structure to where I have some guidelines. I think that's where the grid comes in, right? right. There's some structure to the page, but it's even more freeing than blank paper to me because when I'm writing on blank paper, I have to think about <laughs> where my lines are going to go or where my boxes are going to go. And it's almost more pressure for me to use a blank page. Whereas with the Doan paper, I, I just don't, I don't feel any pressure to write when I use that paper. It fits me. It fits me. You know, it fits my eye um, looking at it. And it also, the quality of the page works well with the mostly gel ink pens that I use right. um, to, to write notes with. And, you know, on top of that, you know, things like, specifically to the idea journal that you have the construction of that notebook really stands out to me with the thick chip chipboard covers um you know we're doing this podcast right now i was not expecting this question obviously you just dropped it on me i did i'm using the sitting on my desk right now there's two pads <laughs> and for our my notes today for today's podcast i'm using the the dome the large flap jotter which is the one of the newer items that Chad's created. Um, and then to the left of me is the Dome paper, um, the large, the, the legal pad that I use to do all the reviews, my, most of my reviews on pinatic.com on. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the, those are the two paper items on my desk right now. So, I mean, I, I practice what I preach. I'm not, I'll never say, you know, that this is the best paper for someone else, but it's, it's the best for me because it, 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 it feels right when I write. I don't have to think. I never have to think about anything when I write on this paper. It just, you know, it just works for me. Works for my style. Cool. I just wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So that that reminds me, and I don't know if Chad Doan listens to the podcast or not, but we got to get him on for a for an interview. I'm going to work on that. Yeah, do that. I would like to to hear from him. That'd be really cool. From somebody who creates the products yep. that you use, that'd be great. Yep. So so, what do you think about the what do you think about it? I, I sense a little hesitancy. I don't think I've used it enough yet. I've only, yeah. I've only used it a couple of times. Um, spiral bound is an issue for me because I'm left-handed. Yes, very much so. Um, so spiral bound can be a bit of a problem. I mean, yes, it's inferior problem for left and right-handed people because it's down the center of the page, but most mm -hmm. people write on the right page and then, you know, predominantly, mm -hmm. um, I think anyway. Um, but yeah, and I don't, I don't, I never write on the the back of page. There you go. Of, so I never. A lot of people don't. Mm -hmm. Or you know what I do is I always start on that right page. So sometimes I miss pages out, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so that can be an issue for me. But I I really like the the style of it. I like the ruggedness. Mm -hmm. um, it looks so different to the rest of like my moleskin sitting up there. Right. You know, they're all like prim and proper in their black. Um, finish with the little elastic round and then you've got the hunky like you know just big idea journal sitting there with its like rustic chipboard and all that sort of stuff I, I like that yeah. about it you know it's cool um, I'm not 100% sure what how I feel about the grid paper mm -hmm. I like it but I don't know if I prefer it to plain because I don't like lined Yes, because that's that's my number one least favorite. I feel constricted by lined. Mm -hmm. But with grid, because there's lines all over the place, it feels less constrictive. Exactly. Does that make any sense? No, that's a, no, because I feel the exact same way. Because because especially with the 
the way that it's done in the idea journal is like so many different ways you can do it. You can use it like line paper, you can use it like grid paper, you can just ignore it altogether because it doesn't constrain you to one line. So I mm-hmm. feel like I have as much freedom. And I think I quite like the grid aspect because if I need to draw lines and squares and boxes, which I do quite a lot when I'm show noting, mm-hmm. um, it works quite well. So I'm thinking about like for this stuff, like for my general notepads um, that I use for work and that sort of stuff, um, and even like to an extent the field notes that I carry around in my Pele journal stuff, I always want plain. I mean, I know field notes are grid, so that's fine for me. Um, but like the other pads that I have in there, I always want plain in those. But for things where I'm doing stuff like show notes, I think I do, I'm starting to prefer the grid because I've been using field notes a lot more for it. Um, so I might consider moving over. They Because I have one of the... Um, the smaller Done journals. The, the utility journal. Utility journal. Um, and they're field notes like, and I really like that. I like the, mm-hmm. the size of it and stuff. It's really cool. Yep. Yep. So, um, you know, I mean, Chad, Chad doesn't pay me to <laughs> pay me to pimp his paper. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a paying customer, uh, just like everyone else. And he'll throw me, you know, some stuff to do giveaway sometimes when he does a, a, a new product. But I mean, I, I, you know, I I put my money where my mouth is with this product, and I use it a lot. And I don't know, it's it works best for me. And that's uh, you know, that's the big the big challenge is is finding those things that work best to you. And for me, I, I've this is one I've stuck with for for years, and I've tried lots of other things. And you know, the about the only thing that's kind of um, squeaked into the rotation is the, is the field notes um, memo books. Um, outside of that, you know, I use uh, a little bit of Rhodia at work and that's pretty much it um it's it's pretty much majority uh done paper products for me cool cool so we do our first sponsor before we go into the meat of the show yeah let's do that so everyone's had their starters now and then the meat and veg is after this point <laughs> so this is the break between meals between um the uh what's the what's the term what am i looking for course Ah, yes. The break between the courses. Um, This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, everything you need to create an amazing website. So last week, um, I gave a real good overview of some of the features that Squarespace provides, like rock-solid hosting, easy WYSIWYG site design, free custom domains, and much more. What I love about Squarespace, and what I'm sure Brad loves about Squarespace too, um, is that our entire sites are managed through one simple, cheap plan, one system, one product, one company. I don't have to pay a hosting company. I don't have to buy themes. I don't have to buy CMSs. I don't have to hire designers. I can do it all myself through Squarespace. Is that something that you love, Brad? It's all oh. all right there. Yeah, I mean, I've you know, I paid my fee. You know, just like I, I bought an annual plan and. That's it. I never have to worry about, you know, you know, do I need to hire a designer to do this when, you know, I have all these tools at, at my disposal or, you know, do I have to worry about hosting when they have the, you know, the hosting built in? So, you know, do I have to worry about, you know, you know, if my site, you know, has a performance spike and do I need to, you know, you know, throw or I run out of storage, do I need to throw more storage at it? It's it's all there. It's all included and it's it's kind of a no-brainer. Exactly. Squarespace have two pricing plans. They're very simple and they outline them on their site so you can clearly choose what's right for you. Um, they have the standard plan and the unlimited plan. Um, 
one is uh, $10 a month, one is $20 a month if paid month by month, but you get a discount if you pay um, annually, which is $16 for the unlimited plan and $8 for the regular plan. Um, and that is basically, you know, you look at the equivalent. So if you pay for it in one flat fee, then you get its equivalent of $16 a month. Um, the unlimited plan gives you unlimited everything. You have unlimited pages, hosting, bandwidth. It's all unlimited. On the standard plans, it's all chunky. You get real great limits. But for me, the unlimited plan works because I never have to worry about anything. And if, if I get linked by you know, some great site, as we do uh, quite frequently, we get linked. I mean, we're always getting traffic from the pen addict. Um, <laughs> you know, so if, if we have a spike, it doesn't shake a thing, and I don't have to worry about it. And for 16 dollars a month like what is that it's nothing and if you buy with the annual plan you get a free custom domain as well if you have any issues they have fanatical 24 7 support and they've really helped me out when i've gotten myself into a jam on a couple of occasions they've helped brad out as well with the with the support um i really love squarespace i think you will too um why don't you go sign up for a two-week free trial and check them out and you can do that by going to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels and if you choose to sign up, I can give you a great deal. I can give you 10% off your first purchase by using the coupon code 70 decibels 7 That's 70-D-E-C-I-B-E-L-S-7 at checkout. Thank you to Squarespace. I tell you what, by now, that coupon code has become like a little jingle for me. <laughs> if you got it down. The way I say it, D-E-C-I-B-E-L-S-7. It's become like a. I say it so often. I, you know, I say it on every show now. It's, oh, although funny. our next sponsor um, uses a totally different code. Yeah, I like that code. So we'll <laughs> no, that one. That's a good one. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll, we'll tease that one. So, what is the main course? What do we have? The main course is I kind of want to. You know, we I talk about pins a lot, and I get into depth on pins and you know, various pens that we like and things that we use. And this is one that I want to kind of, kind of sort of do a review on, which, you know, I've never done like a straight review on this podcast before. I've certainly talked about tons of pens and gone in depth. And this is an interesting pen because it's a Kickstarter pen. Um, and the thing about Kickstarter pens is no, not many people get to use them before they buy them um so since you know ever since the beginning when like the pen type a came about and i ordered them people always ask me you know how'd you like that pen and you know things like that i people start asking me about all these kickstarter pens and you know what do you think about this i'm like you know <laughs> i'm i'm in line just like you are you know I've, I've paid my money i'm waiting for it to come in and you know fortunately the as the more um, more people jump on Kickstarter to make pens. You know, they've contacted me and sent me samples, and I'm able to get some kind of early prototype reviews uh, about certain pens. And I've never had so many people ask me about this pen called the Solid Titanium Pen Plus Stylus. It's um, not a very inventive name, is it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, the, these are the guys. It's, it's from the guys that did the PHX One pen, um, <laughs> Chadwick and Joe. So they went. Um, never mind. <laughs> yeah, so, so they, went, <laughs> they went from the the cool little acronym for their pen to you know, PHX one to ultra descriptive to we're just gonna go solid titanium pen plus stylus and you know what <laughs> that's what it is. But um, 
I've never had so many people find a pin on Kickstarter and email me, tweet me either. Have you seen this pin? Have you seen this pin? Or are you going to get a review? <laughs> are you going to get a review sample? Should I buy it? Are you going to get a review? Are you going to get a, a prototype? Wow. I'm like, you know, I, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. You know, I w- when I saw this pin pop up, I, there's very few pins that I just jump in and back. You know, I, I need to think about it. Number one, it's expensive. Um, this one's actually reasonable compared to some. Um, but, you know, it's it's an expensive commitment, a lot of these pens on Kickstarter. Um, but knowing Chadwick and Joe from their previous projects, PHX1, um, and staying in touch with them via email as they've launched different projects, like they've had a they had a neat uh, kind of like a desk caddy to hold pens in. You know, they'd send me, you know, they, they always keep me in keep me in, informed on, on the projects that they're doing. Um, and they're, I was real happy with the PHX one from a, a design and build perspective that when I saw this, I hadn't even, I didn't know this pen launched until someone, someone pinged me and said, Hey, you gotta go check out this pen. And then once I saw that it was Chadwick and Joe had done it, I was like, Oh, click. And you know, I ordered in, there was an early backer special. So I, I, I got in on that. So I had ordered and backed this pen before I'd even talked to Chadwick and Joe about it. But then the emails kept coming. It's like, <laughs> have you seen this pen? Are you going to try it out? So <laughs> I, you know, I finally, I, I emailed uh, Chadwick and Joe and said, Hey, if y'all are going to do any prototypes for this pen and you know, you want to send one out for me to review, I, I would love to review it. I got people jumping up and down about it. Um, it's obviously been hugely successful so far. I mean, their goal was $30,000. It's up to 166,000 as of today. And it's still got 33 days to go. Um, but they started producing them already. Yeah, they've started. They've started making. Um, they haven't made their final. In, in talking to them, uh, just to be clear, the the samples that I have are prototype. You know, there's yeah, yeah. some some tweaks that need to be. We okay. just need to be clear on that. That you know, there's some tweaks that be, need to be made. I think there's some still some final version tweaking that they're going to do because I've had some since I've been reviewing these. I've been giving them some feedback. You know, on some things I'm finding. You're kind of a great test case for these people. Like you know. Send it to Brad. He knows what he's talking about. No, I mean, seriously, <laughs> I like, like I can see why um, why they would want to send it to you. Yeah, well, what's funny is they're uh, they're based out of Hong Kong. So, and wow. it, it, the main selling point of this pen to just to jump to it real quick is that it fits. So far, what they're saying is about thirty different refills. I'm not on their and, site now, um, and they've got some logos up of some 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 that they picked out. So mm-hmm. some of the key ones that they've got: Mont Blanc, Pilot, Bic, Cross, Waterman, Uniball, Schneider, Foray, Monteverde, Pentel, Duke, Otto, Zebra, Pelican. They're mm-hmm. like some of the ones that they've they picked out because obviously there's some big names. Right, and if you scroll see, down, you'll see you'll see a more specific list for those the specific refills for those names that you just read off. I don't see the high tech C in there. Well, it is, and I'll, I'll explain that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I should just let you talk. Why am I getting involved here? <laughs> but, but what I wanted to say was what was funny is like you're talking about them. You know, they should send it to me. And he's like, you know, I want to send you this pen, but, you know, we're in Hong Kong, and the way we're shipping it, we can't ship any liquid items, so we can't send you any refills. I'm like, <laughs> don't worry about it. I've got, re- I've got you know, every pen imaginable re- refill. I said, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> Which I thought I thought it was just kind of funny. I was like, "Yeah, don't worry about sending refills to me. I'll be just fine." But yeah, um, jumping straight to your point, you don't see the high tech C. There's a catch. It it does work with the high tech C, but only the Cavalier refill. 
Okay. The, um, the traditional high tech C, which, you know, a lot of these Kickstarter projects were built around. I think it, when I, when I tested it out, it was something around the, the tip area of the refill didn't fit well with the design of this pen. But the high tech C Cavalier, when I got these pens, that's the first refill I went to, to fill in, um, to put into the barrel. And my comment to, you know, I, I'm working on writing up the review for the pen addict and I've written some of it. It's certainly not finalized, but my comment in my written review was that this pen was almost made for that Cavalier refill. It fits so well. Um, one of the things I wanted to see when I got this pen in my hand was how tight the tip opening is, you know, where the tip goes through the, the pen, where your refill goes through the, uh, the hole at the end of the pen, right? Mm-hmm. I just call it the tip opening. I'm sure there's some official term for it. I can't believe you don't know it. <laughs> it's the hole up there. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's it, that's got to be the show title, man. We can't <laughs> not. That's the hole up there. Like, how can I'm writing it down? That was that was my hack. I had a little bit of hackett going on in that accent too. So that's my hole. Um, I I'm so anal about these pens that I don't want um. I don't want any gap or any play or any movement when you write. You know, sometimes pens are designed, especially retractable pens, when you um, you press down the plunger and eject the tip, there's a little bit of movement in the tip. I don't know if you've experienced that. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. So, and then, then when you look at it, you feel that tip moving when you write, and then you look down at it, and you can see some, you know, black space. You know, it's like a gap between the tip uh, of the refill and the, the opening on the pen. Well, this Cavalier, I mean, it's like a deadlock seal. It's awesome. Um, it's super tight fit. And like I said, it feels like, you know, and I didn't ask him this specifically, but <laughs> it feels like this was the, the the barrel was designed for almost for this refill. It fits so, so well. Um, so once I got once I got that high tech C Cavalier in there out of the way, I was like, OK, cool. That's awesome. It fits great. So then I just started ripping through, you know, I have a whole box of pens and a whole, you know, I, I sort out some of my refills like in Ziplocs and things like that. I just started breaking out everything. All right, give me this. Let me, let me see what I can fit in. Um, besides the high tech C, the Uniball Jetstream, uh, the 0.5 and 0.7 refills fit in here perfectly. Um, the Sino RT gel, the 0.38 millimeter fits in here wonderfully. Um, the G2, um, it, it Pilot G2, it fits perfectly. I didn't think I had one of the Mont Blanc rollerball refills, but I found one, and it fits awesome. That's a great refill. Um, I, are you familiar with the? Um, and this this even this predates uh, the Pen Attic blog. Even there was a a popular post. I don't even know by who, but it was a Pilot G2 hack. You know, to fit the Mont Blanc refill into the Pilot G2. Have you ever heard of that hack? No. It's like an old, it's an old standby classic hack. And you see, I see it cropping up every now and then people just discovering it's like, Oh my God, I can get, you know, a Mont Blanc for, you know, cheap, you know, because it, it fits the G2 barrel. Well, this fits that Mont Blanc refill, um, very, very well. Actually I got the prototypes I got, they sent me one of each of the three, 
the three um, builds that they're doing. Um, it's a let me get the names exactly right. It's a bead blasted matte black, bead blasted matte silver, and a high polished chrome. Um, and I have the Mont Blanc refill and the the bead blasted silver, and it again it it fits so well. It mm. it looks like it's made for it. I'm I'm very impressed with how tight the tolerances are, if you will, on a lot of these refills. Now, I haven't tested them all. Um, and on their list, I did have issues with a couple of them. And I'm working with Joe on on some of those questions that I have. Like, I really want the Zebra Sarasa clip. That's a pin that a lot of us use, right? Do you, I think you use that. Have you used that some in the past? Yeah, I've got one. You sent me one. Yeah, yeah, and that's one I like a lot. Um, you know, a, a lot of readers of, of the pin attic use that pin a lot. I was like, oh, that would be great if I could get that pin into this barrel. It doesn't fit as well as some of these other pins. It comes, it ends up being a little short, if you will. So the way the way this pin's designed internally, like in the barrel, there's a spring way up in the towards the butt end of the pin. Okay, so that provides the tension for the for the tip to come out and stay firm while you're writing. Well, based on the length of some of these refills, the tip doesn't quite stick out far enough. I mean, it's really, really, really close, but you can tell a difference when you have something so perfect as the high tech C Cavalier refill or the Mont Blanc refill that it looks like it's just nailed it. You know, as far as dimensions goes, the zebra Sloracic clip and the Uniball Sino 207, they fall a little bit short. And they told me, you know, since these are prototypes, there's some things that are going to be changing. And one of those things is that spring length and the spring tension to make sure they bring down the tip far enough so it extends far enough out the barrel so it looks normal when you're riding to give you a, a you know, a, a good riding experience. I don't, I don't know if I'm explaining that properly. If you can, are you, you tracking me there on what the, what the issue is I'm seeing? Kind of. It's like, you know, when say you have a conical tip, say like your Sarasa, okay? So yeah. the tip has a cone, it's a cone shape, right? Or like an arrow. Right. And then it goes then in, it goes into a flat spot. Okay. You know. And normally when you click your Sarasa clip and you eject it, you can the tip of the pin ejects just past that flat spot, right? Right. So it looks it's visually appealing when you write it doesn't feel like it's just barely poking out the tip. Well, it doesn't come out that far. So it's, it looks a little bit awkward. Okay. So I've let, um, I've talked to Joe about it and, um, he said, yeah, that's something that they're working on. So, um, I, I, f- I fully intend that they're going to, um, you know, work on that for that particular pin. And he said, there's a couple of them like that, that they're still working out some of the, um, some of the exact dimensions on, and they're going to, you know, they haven't made a, a final a final master master pin yet to build everything off off of these, so there's definitely still tweaks being done. But um, it, it's really cool how they tried to make a pin that fits so many refills. I mean, that's what that's what's really people are raving about on this pin is like, man, look at all these look at all these choices I have, and oh look, there's you know one of my favorites. Oh, there's another one of my favorites. I can just use this pin and carry around a pin case full of refills and just swap them out as I need. And and that's the truth. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a really, really interesting project that I think they've, they've, from what I've seen so far in my limited time with this pin that they, they've, they've pulled it off 
I think. Um, you know, there's several refills I didn't get to try, but um, it, it's really good. Um, and that's that, that's just the refills. That doesn't even there's there's so many other features about this pin just from the pin barrel. I mean, it's a titanium barrel. I mean, it, it's really well, it's really well made. It's not overly heavy. It's kind of like a medium weight, um, medium weight pin. Um, I don't know how to compare it to, say like a like a retro fifty one, maybe a hair lighter, something like that. Okay. Um, you know, it's got a good weight. It's got a good balance. The the cap it it threads on, so it's not a click cap. I mean, it's a metal pin, so it's not going to you know any have any type of click or snap. Um, so it, it threads on the front and they've also put threading on the end of the pin so you can post the cap, um, just with, uh, one rotation of the threading. Now I, I found that that makes the pin a little bit long. You know, when you have, when you have caps that have to thread on the end of the pin to post, I mean, that's just the nature of the beast, right? You're, you're, you're used to, if you use a capped pin, you're used to taking the cap off and posting the cap on the end. Well, you know, the, the butt end of the pin usually goes halfway up the cap, right? It just kind of goes over it. Well, when you're using, doing a threaded, you know, a threaded posting, um, mm-hmm. that's just the nature of the beast. It, it, it's a complete addition to the end of the pin. You know, you don't, you don't gain any of that space back. So it does feel a little bit long, but the weight of it is such that it's not uh, uncomfortable to write with when it's posted. Yeah. A little bit longer than like probably take like a high tech C and if you just imagine the the cap being stuck on the end of the barrel instead of over the end of the barrel that's about how long it is so um and they've done they've added some cool little features so oh, I I didn't even mention this it it comes with a stylus <laughs> on the end of the pen too um I've got a review of a pen that um a company named Platinum made um I'll, I'll have to look at it I wasn't prepared to to talk about it, but I just, I've reviewed it. I haven't posted the review on the pen Attic blog and it's a little ballpoint pen retractable. It's, I got it off jet pens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a platinum mini ballpoint with stylus. Basically it's a retractable ballpoint. I was like, Oh, this is cool. And I got the stylus and I, I wrote up the review. I used the pen for a while and the stylus is just horrible. It, it does not work worth a flip. You know, every touch was taken two or three touches and swipes weren't working. And I was getting no, it was very unresponsive. So I, cause the only other stylus I've used is the Cosmonaut, which, you know, that's not a pen, you know, that's just a stylus, which we both use and love. So I was anxious to try on this, on the solid titanium pen. I was, I didn't have very high hopes for the stylus. I was like, Oh, is it going to be as bad as that platinum was? And, and it worked right out the gate, you know, first touch, first tap, first swipe, and and that's that was on my iPhone with the uh, with the OtterBox cover, which you know a lot of people use those. They kind of have a thick uh, screen protector on that, which sometimes you know styluses have a tough time with. And not this one. It it worked right out the gate. I was very happy with it. Um, and you also have an option to unscrew that stylus and just kind of have a cap end for it. They made a, like a little screw screw cap just to kind of square off the end of the pin. Um, if you don't use, if, if you don't have any touch, a touchscreen device and don't want the stylus, there's a, a matching, a matching cap for you to put on the end. And they, they've added little finishing touches like the, um, you know, the, the periodic table of the elements, the little TI, 
a symbol like in the square they've they've um it's not an it's not an engraving on the on the clip it's more like a, a, a stamped uh on the clip it looks it looks pretty cool it's a very kind of minimalistic design and it's got that little stamp uh, on there which is uh very well done the clip's sturdy i i mean you know they have a they have a couple of tweaks to make as they finalize it but you know, if you follow their project on Kickstarter, you look at all the updates, you see how hard they're working at it. You know that they're going to, uh, you know, nail this down right by the final, by the time the uh, final pin ship. And, you know, they might even, if they can find some more refills to fit, um, <laughs> fit on the list, they'll probably add those too, because um, it, it, it fits a lot of pen, fits a lot of refills. Um, I did try, you know, I saw a lot of people in the, in the, in the backer comment section, on the Kickstarter page, you know, mm-hmm. asking what about this refill? What about that refill? I did try the standard high tech C refill and the standard Sino DX refill, and they definitely don't fit. Um, so, I mean, and they've been upfront about that in the, the beginning, you know, they say which ones fit and which ones don't. Those are always on the don't fit list. And I verified they're not even close. Um, I don't think it's even something you could hack and, and make it fit. Um, but uh, overall, you know, I'm, I'm very happy with this pen. I, I appreciate these guys letting me get an early look, and I know so many people have been asking me about it. So, um, you know, if you listen to this episode and you have more questions about this pen, you can, you know, hit me up on Twitter at Dowdyism or go to the penaddicts.com slash contact. Shoot me any questions you have. I'll try to answer them. If I have some other refills that you have that I haven't tested out, I'll try to test them out. Um, I tried to test out most everything I had, and, um, you know, if it was on this list, it, it pretty much worked, except for the, the couple that I mentioned, and they're still working on that. So, great. You know, it's a it's a. This has been one of the better Kickstarter projects um, that I've seen, and I, I've certainly never had so many questions about it. So I'm glad. Um, I really appreciate Chadwick and Joe sending me these, so I can at least, you know, answer some questions that people are having about backing the project. So. You know, I I hope to have my Panatic review finished and posted by Friday, which is tomorrow. Um, if not, then it'll be Monday. But I I think I can get it done for tomorrow. So we'll see. Okay, cool. Should I talk about our second sponsor? Yeah, let's do it. I'm really excited to have these guys sponsor. It's Hover, simple domain management from Hover, um, Hover.com. Now, I have in the past used other domain registrars, and have always thought that this was the way it was going to be. You know, you want to sign up, or you have to go through 25 steps to sign up. You have to see um, race car drivers around the side of your page. And you have to get emails every six and a half hours uh, for the next 12 weeks after you register in your domain. I thought, the world of domains is a tough place, but such is life. But then I found Hover. Now, Hover are awesome. I registered a domain with them um, I've registered a couple now, one just before we started, and also one, uh, I did one a couple of days ago. And the process of registering a domain with Hover is so simple. You can search for a domain or keywords um, if you're not really sure of what you want to register. They'll tell you if it's available. If it's not, they'll try and suggest some domains um, that you could choose instead. Or if it's like available for a premium price, then I have that there as well. They do transfers. So if you want to move from another provider, they will do that for you too um, and help you move over. They do renewals as well. So if your domain's coming up for renewal, well, they'll take care of that as well. Um, it's extremely cheap pricing. Uh, $15 for .com domains um, to register, 
$15 for renewal, $10 for transfer. And that's a year. Now, that's excellent prices. They do .net, .co, .me, .info, .biz, .mobi, loads more. .XXX for you, Brad, if that's what you're... If that's what you want. Absolutely. Panatic.XXX is coming oh, soon. Oh, man, that would be incredible. <laughs> um, they have if, – if you've got any problems, you've got any questions, their telephone number is right on the front of the page, and they have a no-hold policy. If you call them, someone picks up, and it's a human. How crazy is that? Like I can't even imagine a company where that exists. Like you call them, and a human being answers the phone. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Let me talk you through the process of registering a domain with Hover, right? And this was, I had not held on with them before. I was starting from scratch, didn't have an account. Searched for it, it was available. So I said it was one for my brother. So blah, blah, blah.net. Search for it, it was available. Click buy. Um, said log in or sign up. Sign up for Hover, put in my account information, and I bought it. And it was done. And I was like, what? <laughs> Where? Why have I not been asked if I want email? Why have I not been asked if I want terrible web hosting? Why have I not been asked if you want to build a website for me? None of these things happened. And I was ecstatic. <laughs> I felt like I hadn't even bought the domain because it was so quick. And I got an email, said, welcome to Hover. Here's the domain you purchased. Here's the receipt for that. But who is privacy is included for free with every domain registered for no extra charge. I think that's awesome. I thought that should just be standard, but for some reason it's not. They don't spam you. They don't believe in upselling to you. Hover are a great company. They've got a great story. Um, I really think you should try them out. If you, if you want a domain, just go and try out Hover, and I'm sure that, like me, well, I'm, I'm transferring everything over there. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to take it to the afternoon, Make sure I've got all my affairs in order so I don't accidentally lock myself in to the other people. And I've got to transfer all my domains over to Hover. And I can't believe it's taken me this long to do it. I have a special deal for you if you want to try them out, which you definitely should. Um, go to hover.com forward slash tally ho. T A L L Y H O. Something else I love about Hover is they appreciate that I am a British gentleman. And you'll get 10% off if you sign up by going to that page. Or if you go to hover.com and use the offer code TALLYHO, T-A-L-L-Y-H-O at checkout, you'll get 10% off. If you want to get a domain at the moment, not only are you going to get a great deal, it also helps support 70 decibels. So if you like what you hear with us, you want to support us because sponsors help us continue to deliver these free programs to you every week, go and buy a domain with Hover. It's going to be win-win for everyone. So, Mr. Dowdy, have you got anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Yeah, I'd like to say tally-ho. Tally-ho. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that they do that. Um, yeah, I got I get one, uh, one quick top, uh, top five list if we want to go over that real quick. I thought it was an interesting uh, – you know, I asked for people to send in their um, top five list, their favorite pins that they use and why they use them, a little mm-hmm. blurb about them, and I said I'd read them on the show. So I got one this week. If you, We got time for it real quick? Yeah, if we, yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, it's from a guy named Theo, and he's a lawyer. And I always like getting different perspectives from people. And you know what's great? You know, Theo sent me a little blurb on why he uses the pen to use. So let me let me read that real quick. Um, says I think I have a slightly different take on things, which is why there are only four. His he only lists four pens. Says I'm pretty utilitarian, so I like to find the one. I like to find the one. I go to pen for everything. I realize that's kind of impossible, especially when you start really getting into pens. So my list is the top four pens I use, but I use them all differently, so they're not exactly interchangeable. I love them all for what they do, and I use them all a lot. Um, and on a side note, because they're all purposed differently, they're not ranked. It's just my four go-to pens. So he's saying that you know I found all these pens that I like, and each of them do a different thing, and they're 
you know, they they all work perfectly for for the tasks that I've planned for them, and that I, I think that's pretty cool. So he's got the Pilot G Tech C4, which you know we we all know about, and he says this is my note taking editing pen. You know, he write handwrites lots of notes at meetings and depositions and document editing, editing. Um, and he like he likes the fine line and. You know that's you know I love that pen so that, that's a no brainer. His second one is is your favorite, the Retro Fifty One Tornado. He says I've got the black lacquer version and it's my show pen. It's the one I take to court and to closings. It's the one I sign contracts and pleadings with. Signatures look better in point seven millimeter than point four millimeter, which is true. Um, it's snazzy and sharp without being pretentious. Really, who needs a Mont Blanc? I'm so happy to hear a lawyer say that. <laughs> not as great for note taking as the GTEC C, but will certainly get the job done when needed. I love it, probably not as much as Mike, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the Zebra F seven hundred one. Which uh, are you familiar with that pen? I'm, I'm very familiar with that one. It's uh, 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 it's the stainless steel retractable knurled grip Zebra that you know you can you can find it at regular office supply stores. It's not it's not super hard to find. It's a really good good travel pen, and that's what he uses it for. So this is the one I throw in my carry-on on any kind of trip. I don't love ballpoints, but this one's not half bad. The barrel's really nice. It could probably work as a tactical pin in a pinch. Um, it's an easy rider. works about in any situation, and it's cheap enough that I'm not afraid to use it. And his uh, his last one is actually a tactical pin. It's the Schrade tactical pin. Um, this is my rugged pin. I replaced the included refill with a fine Fisher Space pin refill to improve its ruggedness. I typically keep this in my car since it has a glass breaker end, but it's also the pen I take backpacking and camping because with the fish cart- Fisher cartridge, it can write anywhere. So that's it. That's a really that's a really good list. I like that he has you know particular uses for particular pens. They're set aside to do a particular job, and you know those are the ones he always has with him. So that's a that's a really good list, and I, I certainly appreciate it, Theo. Excellent stuff. Yep. Okay. So, Mister Dowdy, where can people find you on the internet? I'm on the internet on Twitter. If you have any quick questions that I can answer in 140 characters or less, please always hit me up at uh, Dowdyism. I love having conversations on there. It's D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. I'm happy to help, happy to answer questions. Um, if you have any more uh, longer questions or want to send me a top five list like Theo did, you can go to pinatic.com forward slash contact. And that goes right into my email inbox and uh you know, I've, I've replied to all the emails I get. It's sometimes, you know, not the same day, but usually within uh, four or five days, I get back to everyone, and uh, I would be happy to hear from you. Excellent stuff. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye.